we are um, <clears throat> here live, not in our studios. I say studios, I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> we are at our remote studios Ooh. in uh, North Olmstead. The North Olmstead. Jordan, where are we? We are in the penthouse in uh, North Olmstead. No, I'm just kidding. We are in the penthouse. Dude, we're on the top we floor. We are, are in the penthouse. On the top floor. I live on the top floor of a luxury Bridalwood apartments in luxury North Luxury apartments. Yeah. They are luxury apartments. They say they are, so they are. What floor is um, this? We are on the eighth floor. The eighth floor crew. So we Over, are uh, overlooking uh, the, the North, glorious Great Northern Mall. The North Olmsted skyline. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, yeah, I have a skyline view. It's cool. I also get to see the Rocky River Reservation. So best of both worlds. Um, yeah, guys. So welcome to the pad. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, awesome. Thanks pretty, for having us. Yeah, anytime. You know? Good to be here. <laughs> so anyway, uh, thanks for listening again. Um, <laughs> To my right, as you heard, uh, his glorious voice is Jordan. Uh, to my left is Jimmy. Jimmy's back with us again in person. And uh, I'm Dan, and we make up living off the land. So, um, yeah, what's what's going on, guys? It's been a really busy work week, so that's making me tired. But other than that, it's not bad. Aside from the fact that I got a ticket for being uh, having <laughs> expired uh, plates. Oh no! Oh, Wait, man. did that happen today? No, it happened uh, yesterday. Oh, what kind dude, of fine where is that? that? It's uh, apparently a two hundred dollar fine. So, yay! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, though, I mean, I don't get points on my record, I guess. So, but, still, uh, though, dude, I, I've actually had that happen to me before. It's really frustrating because yeah. there's no defense. It is no, there's you, not. It's you, just you're either made it on time or you didn't make. You're it caught with your pants yeah. down. You're like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> son of a. Yeah, you're just kind of like, okay. Yeah, I mean, yep. when, it, when it happened to me, it was literally the day after my uh, my birthday. Oh, did you get ticketed for that? And my bir- so my birthday, like, Cause the car, the car that grace. the car, well, the car that I had at the time was oh. in my name, so the registration went by my birthday. Right. So, uh, you know, on the license plate it said for, I don't remember what year it was, like yeah. fourteen, whatever, for April, and the cop pulled me over in Parma. Love the cops in Parma. Shout out. Um, but yeah, he was, you know, he was not nice about it. And I'm like, you know, officer, I just, you know, I mean, there's nothing you can do. Like, right. you can't talk your way out of See, that. See, that's incredibly frustrating. Mine is, I mean, you guys know when my birthday was. <laughs> oh that's, my God, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, Bro, you're like three months behind. Yeah. And oh my God. You're oh, lucky you haven't gotten caught. Right. And the dumb thing two is months, I had months. planned on going that night. But I forgot I was hanging out with my sister, so I ended up not going to the BMW. Oh, <laughs> Stupid. So I went today. Luckily enough, they didn't. They wait. They. I don't know if the girl felt bad for me or what, but she waived the the late fees. So I was like, wow. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I just paid the regular registration price. Of course, yeah. I have to pay the ticket. But Ugh. there uh, are good people in this world. Yeah, her. Good to see. Not the cop. Sorry. Sorry, Shout out Parma Cops. Hey, you know what? Oh, well, he wasn't Cleveland Cops. Yeah, Shout out Cleveland Cops. Cops. Well, he was just making sure that you were safe because, you know, I, uh, you got you got to make sure that you're... Yeah. Because you were, <laughs> driving, on the, you were driving on an expired tags, you weren't you safe. Those those tags could go yeah. bad. Like, they yeah. could the car could deflate or something. Else. Something yeah. like that. You got to be careful with those. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, that's End fine. of rant. Yeah, when to, way, to, way, to, way, to, way to kick us off in the right direction. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Jordan. Uh-huh. Then let's talk about something that's really fun. Let's uh, oh, yeah. let's talk about the uh, beer that we're enjoying. What's the beer of the week this week? The beer of the week. I went with Westlake beer this time. I went with the Sibling Revelry Brewery. Oh, sorry, restart. I went with Sibling Revelry Brewings, 
Ohio Native Fest beer. Yeah. So this is sort of, if I understand correctly, their take on the Oktoberfest. Um, it's very different <coughs> than your, like if you've had Great Lakes or uh, Market Gardens Oktoberfest, it's very different than those. Hmm. Um, how would you describe? I mean, it's got like a multi. It's good. It does. Like, like to be honest, a, like I okay. Bite. So when I first took the first drink, mm-hmm. I didn't even consider it like being an Oktoberfest right. type beer. It's I can taste a, it now. It's got a lot of flavor. Yeah, like now that like I've got the aftertaste and I'm continuing because yeah. I'm almost done with this uh, can. Right, right. Um, it, it's really good, actually. Oh no, it's I really a, like it's it. super flavorful. If you're into like spicier like fall beers, yeah. that's a great one. Yeah, it's very. Uh, good. I love what Sibling Revelry does. So I fa- saw that and I was like, oh, we got to do that yeah. one for the beer of the week. So. Jimmy's not allowed to have any yet. Yeah. Can't because, wait for my first beer. Because we're because we're an upstanding <laughs> podcast, and we're not going to allow an underage person to that's drink. That's right. That's right. We don't. That's not what we're about. So yeah. Because yeah. Jimmy can't just walk over to the fridge and grab one no. himself. Or I mean, because you know. I would totally stop him. Yeah. Too. Of course you would. I, I would be all yeah. against that. Of course. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. Check out Sibling Revelry. Um, yeah. Check out their uh, their. Is it what is is it a tap room? What do they call it? Yeah, they have like a tap room. Yeah, it's there's it's not a brew pub. There's no food. They have food yeah. trucks every day. Yeah. They have a food truck, which right. is awesome. Yeah, which is cool. it's a brew pub. It's it's in a weird spot in Westlake, but it's it's easy to find once you know where it is. But it, it's just not where like you would think it would be in Westlake. It's not at uh, Crocker Park or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, I haven't um, been there yet. I want to go. I've been there actually many times. I really like it. It's a, they have great uh, trivia there as well. Oh, nice. Um, they have little activities stuff like that. Their Swing State IPA is an incredible IPA, so if you're into IPAs, they, I just saw on uh, Facebook they debuted a hazy IPA as well, hmm. which right now that's all the rage. So None of that interests me, well, as for, I don't like IPAs. <laughs> for those who are interested in IPAs, there is a hazy IPA. I know you love them. Oh, so. I love it, yeah. It's, it's uh, a good brewery. Uh, they are also available at the ballpark, so if you go to an Indians oh, yeah. game, you can get sibling there. Sib Rev Brew. Check yeah. them out. Shout That's out right. to you guys. I'm going to come uh, check it out soon. I really need to. We, uh, well, we should also just review that. We haven't officially yeah. reviewed something. Yeah, yeah. So. We should, we should um, you know, as the weather's starting to get, uh, well, it's hopefully it's hopefully down, not right? for a while. Yeah. yeah. But uh, as we get into, like, winter, like, maybe we should check out, like, a trivia night there. Or something. I was, you know, I had an idea, real quick side note, that it would be fun to do, like, once a week trivia, but never the same place. Like, yeah. just try a different Ooh. bar, a different yeah. brewery. Well, because yeah. we have our normal place that we go to, Pounders and Parma Heights. Good. That's a good Which trivia. is fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I like I like what you're saying about checking out other places, just, trivia yeah, nights, yeah. For fun, you know. Especially, like, in the wintertime when there's mm. nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Like Trivia is a legitimately fun winter activity. Sure. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so great, that's awesome. Yeah, check check this out. Uh, I would imagine this probably just came out. You know, I looked like it from the way it was displayed at Giant Eagle. I could be wrong about yeah. that though. But I got it at Giant Eagle. You could probably get it at uh, some other stores too. But for sure, Giant Eagle. Yeah. So you'll definitely see a theme uh, coming up in uh, upcoming weeks on our beer of the week. We're probably going to get into more of like the Oktoberfest, the pumpkin style yeah, beers, like we've. Like I really, I really want to try Franklin Castle from Market Garden. Yep, that's um, which is a one. pumpkin spice ale. Yeah, it's basic. Basic pumpkin spice. <laughs> good old uh, we've uh, uh, we've already done Spooky Tooth. Spooky so Tooth, we've yeah, done Spooky Tooth is so good. By Great Lakes oh. already. Uh, yeah. I think we did Old Zom one week too. Yeah, we did. I, I had it. I had it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but there's a ton more. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Definitely check out Sibling Revelry, and uh, yeah. So, um, Jordan, 
we got any updates on the website? You know, again, it's it's been really busy. I apologize. Um, <laughs> it's my fault too. Yeah, it's not just you. It's 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 tough. Uh, we will get stuff up there again. Uh, we still have some good reviews up there right now. Um, we'll of course update the the tomorrow's ep- or the episode today that you're listening to is going to be on the website. Hopefully, by the time you're listening to yeah. it. Um, but we'll have more reviews of the week. Uh, and, I'm sorry, hangouts of the week and photos of the week as well. So. Yeah, gonna, the I'm last gonna, two weeks have been pretty intense. I'll be honest. So yeah, I'm gonna try and be better about uh, doing a sports blog. Uh, yeah. This is this is gonna be the season where I'm gonna be doing a lot of Browns react um, yeah, write ups. Definitely. Um, so tomorrow I'm hope or uh, I'm hopefully gonna have something up on the website on Friday reacting to tomorrow night's game, uh, which we're gonna get into previewing um, here coming up. So uh, look for that. Uh, but we'll post that stuff so you guys will be able to see it. Um, or you can just go to lotlpodcast.com and check it out. Yeah, I mean, you. Pro- I know for a fact y'all haven't heard all the episodes. You always go hear some old episodes. That's right. That's another actually cool yeah. thing about the website is you can go back and uh, listen to uh, right, previous cool. episodes. And then the cool thing about our old episodes is there are some things that are timed, timely like event previews. Yeah, right. But our reviews, yeah. especially of breweries and bars and restaurants and, and parks, that's that's stuff you can always do. So that's you can go timeless, get some yeah. ideas. You can go get some ideas for things to do this weekend. For Every sure. episode we give you weekend ideas. So Yeah. So yeah. When are we gonna get Jimmy to do some stuff for the website? Mm. What do you mean? We need to get a Jimmy Should blog. we get a yeah, should we get a J blog? A J blog? A J blog. Like you can always see what you do, what Dan usually does. He gives me his basic paragraphs. And I just kind of reword it. Well, Jordan's the journalism major, so I let yeah. him do like all the editing. I edit and reword. So you could even just throw word like a couple paragraphs at me, and I'll make it in something. Yeah, let's think about Dude, it. Dude, you're a photographer. Also, how have do you it. not submitted a photo of the week yet? I mean, because I'm in Kent. You, know, it, it's called email. That's the Cleveland Greater Metro area. Okay, yeah, well, if it counts, counts, I'll take Kent some too. Cool Dude, picks. you're down in Kent, man. All right, take some pics of Kent. That's your I'll that's your spot. That. Yeah. All right, deal. Yeah, for sure. Actually, you know what we should post on uh, on our website is Jimmy's uh, project that he just did for his uh, apartment complex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Jimmy did a Browns-esque uh, office parody intro video for his uh, apartment complex. If we're allowed to post it, let's post it. You're definitely allowed to post I mean, it. I mean, it's me. He's the one that's got the rights. Oh, I didn't it. know yeah. you actually yeah. might die. No, he did it. Part of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he did I it. it for yeah. sure. Dude, throw that up. We will put some new content tomorrow, folks. It'll be good. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm even serious. Though, even though you won't know the people besides <laughs> Who me. Who cares? It's still cool. Who that cares? It's they the all know. Tag everybody, all your every, friends. Every single person will know the jingle. That's right. The yeah. song. I got to, you know, advertise the apartment somehow. That's my second job. Absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, let's get into uh, what we're going to talk about here in tonight's episode. Um, so uh, kind of our normal rhythm, we've got the same thing. We're going to talk about the uh, our top five of the week and our poll of the week uh, that we've been posting on social media, uh, specifically the poll of the week on social media. Um, so that'll be cool to talk about. Um, then we're going to get into some sports talk. Uh, we're going to go through the Browns game. That happened this past Sunday, uh, that heartbreaking, ridiculous loss that we had. Uh, then we will uh, kind of talk about some things that came out of that game and then preview, um, well, when you're listening to us, it'll be it'll be tonight's game against the Jets. But for us now, it's tomorrow night's game uh, against the Jets on Thursday Night Football on national TV. So we'll get into that. Uh, also, we're going to talk, talk some Tribe tonight. Uh, the Indians clinched the Central Division for a third straight year. Um so we're kind of getting focused on the playoffs right now, and we've got an interesting first-round matchup, uh, especially for the podcast. 
as uh, the Indians will be going up more, most likely. It's probably about 98% sure they'll be going up against Houston now. Yeah. I mean, unless Houston just has a colossal be, collapse. Yeah, Houston would have to switch places with the A's. Yeah. And then they would have to be in the wild card game, and the A's would play the Indians right Right, which, it, which then the Astros, if I they won the wild card game, would have to play Boston. I think the A's are going to win the division. I don't I, think so either. Yeah, I just Houston's got like a five-game lead now. Yeah, it's probably four games now unless they ended up winning tonight's game. Let me yeah. see. But it was five games as of this morning. Right. Yes. But anyway, we'll get into that. And then uh, also we've got a few uh, reviews at Jordan's – or previews, uh, yeah. festivals, events, activities that Jordan's going to get into. And uh, that will probably round us out uh, this week. So uh, let's get to it. Let's get into it. Let's do this. Let's do it. So let's talk about the uh, the top five of the week uh, first. Uh, this is going to be an interesting discussion. This is going to bring us warm, not for the faint of heart, warm, warm fuzzy feelings. Yeah, no. So, so uh, our top five of the week. We thought it'd be cool to, uh, since we're all from Cleveland and or uh, just towns of great heartbreak, uh, we're going to talk about our most heartbreaking <laughs> sports memories. We're just going to go through our top five uh, sports memories and why they're there, and we'll just kind of dissect them. So. Let's go first. It's kind of sad we have so many to choose from. Oh God! Yeah. Well, you know what's weird is for those that don't know, I'm Houston based, so all mine are going to be Houston and or Texas or some soccer teams that I really like, and all of them are all just like Cleveland in that there's just so much heartbreak. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not as bad as Cleveland for the Houston teams in some ways, but they also have had some awful losses. So yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you just think about it. Like in sports, like anytime there's a like there's a great moment, a great triumph, right. a great victory. The other side of that coin, the other this side of that ledger, awful. it's just that. It's, it's awful, just right. the and complete opposite. Sometimes it's really bad. Like. I don't think anyone really felt bad for the Golden State Warriors when they lost to the yeah, Cavs. Screw them. No, no, but like just being serious, like using that as an example. But like people probably felt terrible for like the Indians when they lost to the Cubs or, right. or when the Indians lost in the you know in the nineties or or pick another team. Uh, when um, the Atlanta Falcons blew the world the World Series, blew the uh, the Super Bowl. Like they had never won before. You know, Atlanta had never won before. So it, you know, it's it, a whole bunch of. Uh, <laughs> What, 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 what are they called? The Atlanta what? Falcons. The Falcons? The Falcons. Wait, what, what am I missing here? I, we just, I, I don't know about me. I don't know about you, Jimmy, but I pronounce it a different way than you do. Oh, how do you? Wait, well, hold on. Falcons. Falcons. Oh, what did I say? Falcons. The Falcons. The Falcons. I mean, it doesn't. It, I it just, don't matter. It's the yeah. same bird. <laughs> sure. I, you got, right. For a split second, you had me thinking I I called them the Don't wrong the name, name, and yeah. I was like, "Wait, what? Are, they are the <laughs> the birds, Atlanta Cardinals, right? yeah, <laughs> the Atlanta Blue Jays, <laughs> just re- the Atlanta Orioles, yeah, the um, Atlanta Robins." Anyhow, what I was saying is, yeah, I mean, you're right. There's always yeah. one. The other side of the the, the team is always heartbroken. All right. So. Uh, so Jordan, since you're not from Cleveland and none of yours are Cleveland related, do you want to go first? Sure. All right, let's talk Jordan's top five most heartbreaking sports memories. 
Jeez. I'm going to go from five to one because I don't know why I've been doing it the opposite as of late, but that makes sense to do it. No, five, no, five to one's good because you're yeah. you're you're counting from your no, well, I know, not but least, I usually, but I usually do you're one going, to five. Yeah, you're like building. Down. It's like a drum roll. Right. So number five for me, crescendo. Um, I actually struggle with number five because I'm also a Red Wings fan, and there's been some bad moments with them. A lot of good, mainly good. I know, I know. Jimmy's giving me a weird face. Whatever. Red Wings. <laughs> Whatever. Since when? No, no, no. That's my hockey team. I didn't have a hockey team in Houston, so when I lived, he in lived Detroit, in Detroit. For a while. I adopted the Red Wings. Why didn't I know this? <laughs> You didn't know this. I lived there for like eight, for like nine years. Like he I actually lived in, lived in Detroit longer than he lived in Houston. No, that's it was wild. the same. No, it was the same amount of time. It was the same. Amount Why don't you like any other sports team? Because Detroit, Detroit sucks. I'm not gonna switch allegiances. I'm just saying. But did you did you not like them? With like, we lived in. He left. He lived. Wait, who, you talking about the Red Wings? Detroit. So you didn't like the Tigers or the Pistons? No, or I wasn't. No. No, Why he lived in. He lived in Houston would, first. Why would I become a Tigers oh, fan? Oh, okay. He lived. He I lived. Mean, in, okay, that makes. At sense. the time, I was like, when the Tigers in the World Series, like, I'd rather see them win than like gotcha. the Giants or whoever they were playing. But oh, okay. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Lions are. I would have. It would have been cool if they would have ever done anything, but they didn't. <laughs> uh. Anyhow. Um. Anyways, what I was trying to say, there's there's many options I could have picked for number five, but uh, I went with uh, Colt McCoy gets injured in the BCS national title game in 2010. I remember this that. Immediately turns the tide uh, of the game. I remember that. I remember was, watching that. It was yeah. Texas versus Alabama. There's several reasons why this is heartbreak for Marcel, me. Marcel, it was Marcel Darius yeah, who yeah. hurt him and crunched him. Yeah. There's several reasons why this was heartbreaking for me. Number one, I was, I was still a teenager at the time, and I was supposed to have a watch party with my buddies... And it it was a like a blizzard like conditions that night, and all our parents canceled the watch party, so we all had oh, to watch, no. we all had to watch it alone. Which I watched with my dad, and I love watching sports with my dad. But you know what I mean? Like I was supposed to have a little watch party, anyways. So I was bummed about that. But number two, Colt goes down. the t- The tide is completely turned, and the Longhorns could never. They had this. Gilbert, I think, was his name. This Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, yep. he just couldn't do it. He did all right, but yeah, yeah. final drive, which could have possibly tied slash won the game, he just he couldn't do it. And yeah. and, it and that apart. was like that was like the start of the Alabama oh, like and dynasty. And that was the start of Texas's demise. Texas's downfall. So it's it was heartbreaking for a lot of reasons for yeah. me. Uh, that was yeah. That's number five. Uh, number four. I'm a huge soccer fan, especially of the U.S. I'm sorry, especially of the Mexican national team, also U.S. But I'm the U.S., I have my issues with them right now. Um, and in the 2014 World Cup, Mexico was up one to nothing in the 88th minute. And they were uh, just minutes away from advancing and beating Holland. And Aaron Robin decided, well, they, they ended up tied. The game got tied. And then in the 92nd minute, Aaron Robin decided he would flop and get a penalty call against them. And they won in the 94th minute on a penalty. Uh, yep. Really, really heartbreaking for me. I was really excited about them that year. Number three, uh, as a diehard Rockets fan, this is the second most painful Rockets <laughs> loss of all time. Damian Lillard nails a buzzer beater to eliminate the Rockets in round one of the Yikes. 2015. I was game. watching this game and I called this. Yep, I called it. Oh I boy. called it. You called. It was, was Lillard time. You know, how Lillard good. always does this when he points to his watch. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I remember uh, the Rockets had just actually gone up by Dude, one clock. point. Dame is clutch, bro. Oh, yeah. They had just gone up by one point, and I was all excited. I was like, okay, at least game seven, though. And then Lillard happened. Um, I actually, funny story, I actually got so pissed on Twitter. I blocked this one dude 
because he was like making fun of me and I was like dude stop it's not funny he was like just whoa whatever I blocked him on all social media and I've never accepted his friend request since so God, so much hate I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say so his name hate. but screw you wow, wow. whoa uh, number, easy number two Eden Hazard scores curler to tie Spurs Chelsea game and give Leicester City the Premier League title. See, I okay, I I I understand why this is a heartbreaking moment because it hurt your team, but it gave Leicester City the Premier well, League championship. Like, you know how everyone was like, oh, the Indians lost, but the Cubs won. Yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, True. Nobody, if it's not your team, I I love Tottenham and they. I could pick probably a bucket of like 50 options of heartbreaking Tottenham losses but this one stung the worst (laughs) because they were on a surge they had recovered from a slump they had earlier and they truly were still in the in the title race and then they were minutes away literally minutes away from from winning that game and and keeping the pressure on and then it was all ruined (laughs) there's all it was all one of his heartbreaking moments is a game that doesn't even involve any of his teams Oh, how does that make sense? No, it does, because Tottenham lost. They, or they tied that game, which ended up kicking them out of the title race. Oh, that was yeah. the... Okay, okay. okay. Leicester won right, because right. of the tie. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, right. Got it. All right, and number one, the absolute most heartbreaking. Like, I still see this shot in my in my mind sometimes. Like, I'll have dreams about it sometimes. 1997 Western Conference Finals, Jet, Rockets Jazz, Game 6. Uh... Uh, tie game. Charles Barkley just missed the layup m- minutes before. John Stott, they Jazz get the ball back. They call timeout. Uh, they, they set up this play. Nobody bothered to mark John Stockton. And he's like three feet outside of the three-point line. He just shoots a wide-open three-pointer and hits it at the buzzer, automatically eliminating the Rockets, and they went on to play the Bulls that year in the finals. Um, How old were you then? I was five. <laughs> Five or six. Man, you were devastated as a yeah, five-year-old? No, I was sobbing. Like, I was literally crying, like, uncontrollably. Really? Because I, was, I had never fully experienced the title years. I had I have memories of it. But my, this was the first year, and my dad was... Yeah, because you, like, you were, like, three yeah. when they won a championship. Right, right. So, like, this was the first year where I was, like, going to fully experience the whole thing. And my dad was, like, he hyped me up. He was, like, it's going to be Bulls, Rockets. Everyone's wanted this. Uh-huh. Akeem versus... Jordan and I was like, "Oh my goodness, yes, it is! I'm gonna finally watch it." And they didn't even make the finals. Uh, so uh, he really just loss. said Hakeem versus Jordan. Like, yeah. who's gonna win that one? Yeah, come on, Jordan. Nine, ten, nine, ten. The Magic beat Jordan. Everybody. I hope you're over that, it, right? After how many years? Everybody does remember that Jordan did lose to the Magic, right? Yeah, and the year after he came back from being away for two years. Still lost. Okay. Still an L. Lost. Guess who got swept? So, so, so that that that's your logic for saying that the uh, the Rockets would have had a chance against the Bulls. Of the Rockets would have had a chance. Okay. The, the Jazz had a chance. They should have won actually in the one year, but they didn't because <laughs> they're the Jazz. But they didn't. And I hate the Jazz, so yay. <laughs> I will say though, the J- uh, Ricky Rubio posted a picture of the Jazz. Uh, Throwback unis that they're wearing this year, dude, they are sick. Is it the mountain the, ones? No, yeah. not the mountain ones. Oh, I mean, okay. No, no, no. It's oh, still the like it's still the, the note. The green ones? Or? No, they're they're purple. They are oh. sick, dude. They have some. Of the they are, jerseys. as the kids say, Utah. fire. Tight. They are Red. fire. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, All right, that's my. Uh, there's many more, but those are the ones that sting the most. Yeah. So. <laughs>
most stingy. Devastated uh, as a five-year-old. Jimmy, you. Jimmy, you got yours? Yeah. No, wait, Jimmy, stop. What's you don't up? have a, a little kid sports mem- heartbreaking memory? He's about to tell you. I think, if No, anything, he seems to be alluding to the fact that it's weird that as a five-year-old it, like, rocked my world. Well, I think See, that's it, what, the thing. As I think it's weird, like, that, 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 you, that you, like, remember it, and, like, it's oh. it's that, like, ingrained in your brain. I, I don't know why it, like, bothered yeah. me that much. As a child. I really didn't pay attention to any sports growing up, probably until I was about... Like nine or ten. He was a nerd. I really, I didn't. No, no, no. Like my whole childhood revolved around WWE, dude. Oh Not yes. Kidding. That's all I paid attention to. I, I could care less oh, about yeah. what the Cavs dude, or the Indians were doing. Dude, those are fire, man. Yeah, I like those. Um. Okay. So. So. It's LOTL's basketball colors next year, by the way. Really. Purple and yellow. Let's do it. I'm down I thought for you it. just said we're not doing the basketball team. Again. Well, well it, we got a long way to go before we decide secrets that. Secrets out. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that, Jordan. Um, okay, so yeah, with my list, it's going to be mostly recent things, very recent things, because like I said, growing up as a kid, uh, I definitely wasn't a big sports kid, not until later, the later years. Please tell so, me one um, of yours is WWE related. No, unfortunately. Oh, man. Because it's not real. Would it yeah, you're not real. <laughs> you're not real. This isn't real. Wrestling in the 90s was about as real as it got. So, WWF, the good old days. Oh, man. Okay. Federation. Top five heartbreaking sport moments, I guess, Cleveland-related. Uh, Number five, uh, you guys are going to judge me hardcore, I think. Oh, probably. Johnny Manziel and just his career in oh, general. That's okay. heartbreaking. I liked him a lot <coughs> when we drafted him. I got Is it because shirt. you look like him? See, I've gotten that. <laughs> I've gotten that a few he times. He looks like a tall version. No, of no, it. dude. One of his. So there's a there's a picture that we took when it was just me and him doing a, an episode. Yeah. I think you were out for your grandpa's. Yeah, uh, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, funeral, and Jimmy's wearing his hat backwards, and it's like a side profile. And I'm like, oh apparently my God. I look like Money Man. Oh my God, he side. looks like freaking JFF. Yeah, he I mean, looks like I'll JFF. Take it. I don't think it's a bad thing. So yeah, just his career in oh, general. The fact, he's a giant douche. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's. I wouldn't say heartbreaking, more just a disappointment, if anything. Yeah. Uh, number four, this is a little. Uh, <laughs> I I I don't know if I would care as much if he wasn't on my fantasy team. I don't think that matters at all because he's still gonna do well. Josh Gordon going to the past. <laughs> That's pretty heartbreaking. <laughs> I mean, I hope he does well for the <laughs> That's one of his most heartbreaking moments is Josh Gordon getting traded to the Patriots. Come on. Okay, okay just his career in general. That That's heartbreaking, well, that too. Is, I mean, that is. Yeah. It just it is a constant letdowns with He's him just failing a, drug tests yeah. after drug tests. See, and that affects and then, the whole Browns organization because that throw, just like Manziel's well, nonsense affected the organization. Exactly. Ultimately, that's their stupid fault. For not, not just the trade itself. Continuing, continuing to rely on him, like thinking but, that just because he got reinstated, like, and I, and I fell for it. I got hooked in. Like, yeah. I was hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Every single time he got reinstated, like, oh, this is going to be different. This is going to blah, blah, blah. No, he's just, yeah. Uh, and I want to just say this as a Longhorns fan. Y'all should have known you shouldn't have drafted an Aggie, but whatever. He's not even an Aggie. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Johnny. Going back to Johnny. Oh. So, yeah. You shouldn't have drafted a Baylor guy either. Yeah, well. True. Gordon. So. Okay. How, how, that with so when was the last time Texas was good? Irrelevant. We put out, oh, a, lot okay. we put out okay. a lot of good talent, though. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. moving on. Number last three. time they had a pro bowler. Number three, Indians losing in the 2016 World Series. Oh, How is that um, number three for you? What do you mean? Oh, actually, never mind. I think I know what. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, so God. number three. Yeah, um, I was watching. The, um, obviously, we all, you know, oh, we yeah. were all watching it live. 
Uh, and the worst part was I was watching it with a few Cubs fans. Oh, so it really hurt. Why? Yeah, why I don't is know. there always Cubs fans? Were you at OU? Yeah, I was oh. at OU. Mm-hmm. There was a ton which, which of makes Cubs even fans. which makes even less sense because like that whole week after I saw a ton of Cubs jerseys. Oh, of course, yeah, dude. They all came out. I, I, dude, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so did that come all right, from? so it's actually pretty similar. When I was at BG my freshman year, it was in 2005 when the White Sox won the World Series. Oh God, they've sucked for their yeah. entire existence I, I except know, for that I, one I year, and we had three White Sox fans like on my floor. And they're that night when they won the World Series, they're running up and down. Yep. They're freaking bonging beers, like chugging beers, like screaming White and yelling. Sox fans, or were they like from like one? Kansas? One one was okay. one legit was. He was from Chicago, and he uh, and he was a White Sox and he was a Southsider. Yeah, so okay. he was he was a couple, uh, yeah, White Sox fan. I, I don't know. I mean, that sucked. But yeah, I, I, I get what you're coming fans, from. Fake fans. But still, yeah. All right, number two. <laughs> Stipe Miocic losing oh, to Daniel Cormier no. okay. in the uh, first round. That's legit. This makes Got sense. Fought. Yeah, you're really into that. I'm yeah. very into the And UFC. it's a Cleveland guy. Cleveland guy. And it sucked yeah. because he had done so well. He was a oh, yeah. three-time defending I mean, he's, he's arguably the greatest heavyweight yeah, in, just, in the UFC's history. Just knocked out he's so defended, many greats. Yeah, he's defended the belt the most times. Yeah. There was just and so and much all fight. of his title defenses were legit. Like He yeah, fought right. really good fighters every time. Mm-hmm. There's just so much hype behind that fight, and uh, I expected oh, yeah. it to go at least three rounds, just because, or not even that, because they're they're both heavy hitters. But I was expecting a fight, yeah. And most of it was just clinching, and then Daniel Cormier caught just caught him, just clipped him, just right in the chin, right in the button, yep. and he dropped. Mm. So depressing. But uh, hopefully he comes back. He deserves a rematch of some sort. Yeah, if not with sure. DC, with some other big name, he deserves another title shot. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, number one, I think we all saw this coming. LeBron leaving the first time around. Okay. I, I think we can all remember where we were when this happened. Yeah. Um, yep. It, it's. It, I mean, I mean. I guess it would be worse if he didn't come back and delivered his promise. But yeah. uh, so that's why I didn't. I didn't actually. This is a dark I actually case. didn't. I actually didn't put that in my uh, list. Mm-hmm. Well, because of the fact that he did end up coming back, and he did end up, he ended up winning a championship for us. Yeah. But but I, I get what Jimmy's saying though. But in the moment, left, let's say all right. Let's say everything went perfect. LeBron never leaves. Gilbert just snaps out of his delusion head that he has, and he's like, oh, I should actually get some good players around him. Yeah, you and then they could have been going to the finals well before they started. You, you know? know what's another reason why I didn't put that? And obviously in the moment, I agree with you. It's really heartbreaking. I, I tr- Looking back on it, I truly believe that the Cavs never would have won a championship if LeBron never true. left. That's also probably true. Never yeah. would have gotten Kyrie. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very and true. the way that the organization well, has been has even been wrong. some of the other drafts they got. Like I mean, if they don't get Wiggins, they don't get Love. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. Like, yeah. It's you know. But so I mean, we had to go through that drought. Yeah. Just terrible teams. Now we got to go through another one. Yeah. Yep. But have faith in Sexton. No, hey man. It don't have to be that way. That's the thing. It's all about the GM and like the. Front well, this office, year, th- you know? this year it's set up differently because we have. We have a proven entity all-star already right. in place. Plus, we have the young piece in the draft already in place. The first time LeBron left, we had to wait a whole year and oh, to, yeah. had to mm-hmm. had to pull off a, tr- a trade ransom of a lifetime. We had Baron Davis. We as basically a traded Mo Williams <laughs> uh-huh. for Baron Davis and Kyrie Irving. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I, I I can see where you're coming from there. That's so number there you one. Have it. That's number one. All right. All right. I gotta Damn, see how you can top gonna, this. This gotta, is gonna be really sad, folks. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta your tissues. I gotta take a deep breath. Sad. I gotta Dan, take a deep Dan breath. So do some brutal sports losses. <laughs> so I, so I went, I went with uh, things. Uh, there are so many Cleveland sports uh, heartbreaks. 
I went with things that I've been alive to see. And okay. when I what I mean by that is um, things that I actually remember happening. So I could I could say technically I was alive during Michael the shot for Michael Jordan, but I was two. I don't remember that. Um, so so here it is for me. Uh, number five, and now looking back on it, this should probably be higher up on the list. The Browns moving out of Cleveland in 1995. Yeah, I've never seen I've I've never seen my dad that depressed in my life. <laughs> and in 1995, I was eight years old. So like I, I knew and I yeah. remember that I remember sure. all this. Yeah. But it, it, it really didn't, like, hit me, like, until, like, the Browns came back in 99, and I was, like, 12 at that point. And, like, I, you know, fully realized, like, the gravity of what happened in 95. And then, like, you, you see, like, all the specials, like the um, uh, a football life that the NFL Network does where they did Cleveland 95, which is basically the story of that coaching staff and how incredible it was, and then just – the team abruptly just the owner just moving I mean, had, because he was they bankrupt. Had, they had Belichick, right? Yeah, that's crazy. They had Belichick. You, you would not believe the amount of coaches there in the NFL right now that were on that staff. Nick Saban was defensive oh, coordinator. Wow. Jeez, he's coach no of way. Alabama. Um, the Atlanta Falcons GM was a uh, was like an intern. Thomas Dimitrov. Uh, Jim Schwartz, who's been an NFL head coach. Oh yeah, Jim Schwartz. He's yeah. a defensive coordinator of the Super yeah. Bowl champs. Yeah. He was there. Um, he was a Lions coach too. For yeah, time. people know Eric Mangini's name. Mm-hmm. He was there. We just saving. Uh, yeah, that alone. That's is crazy. Like, I mean, who else is that? Former Browns GM Phil Savage was on that staff. Like, oh, just just all these names. Um, Scott Pioli, who's a GM in the NFL. Um, but just all these names, and just they were I mean, set, just, they were set to be a powerhouse, weren't they? Probably. Yeah. Well, in '94 they made the they made the playoffs and yeah. they they won a game in the playoffs. That was the last time the Browns won a game in the playoffs. 1994, 24 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and '95 uh, they started off three and one, and then they they lost a couple games. And then it, it was it, it it leaked that the team was moving, and, and just the rest of that season was just yeah. They finished five and eleven. Um, so yeah, basically the way you, the way it boils down to is Bill Belichick was building in Cleveland what he has in New England. That's no. awful to think of. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, I think you, you can understand yeah, why so many Cleveland yeah. fans hate New England so much. Oh, that too. Because yeah. that's, what the, that's what the Browns should have had. Right. Like, you think of, like, like he's a total scumbag, but Ray right. Lewis should have been on the Browns. Right. Jonathan Ogden, who's right. arguably one of the greatest left tackles of all time, should have been on the Browns. Right. Ed Reed should have been on the – all those guys that were big-time Baltimore Ravens who right. won Super Bowls – all those guys should be on the Browns because their GM, Ozzie Newsom, was a Browns great Hall of Famer and was being groomed to be the next Browns GM. Um, so that's number five. I can go on for an hour about the Browns moving. Oh, man. Uh, number four is another Browns one. Uh, this is probably the only like heartbreaking, really the only heartbreaking Browns game loss because they've sucked for 20 years. But uh, the playoff loss of the Steelers in 2002 um, – was heartbreaking just because the Browns had like a 20 point lead going into the fourth quarter. Ah, uh, I didn't know that. And lost the game. Um, yeah. And uh, the way that it ended, where they were driving for a field goal to, I think, win or tie the game. And uh, the receiver caught the ball. The Browns didn't have any timeouts left. And he dove for the out of bounds uh, line to get into field goal range, and he didn't make it. So the clock ran out. So. Um, just bad. Yeah, that was. Man. Yeah, and the Browns haven't been good since. 
They had one year where they went 10-6, and six, but they didn't even make the playoffs. So that's number four. Uh, number three is uh, 2007 Cleveland Indians blowing a 3-1 series lead in the ALCS to the Boston Red Sox. Um, you can't make an argument that says that if the Indians uh, actually win that series that they don't go on and uh, just destroy the Rockies in the, in the World Series. Right, right. The, the Red Sox went on and swept the Rockies in the World Series to right. win. So the Indians probably would have done the same thing and would have ended the 60-year-old, at that time, 60-year-old World Series drought in the city. Um, that was just game seven of that series where the Indians had the Indians were rallying and they had Kenny Lofton on third base there was a or on second base there was a ball hit off the green monster and I don't I don't know I think Joel Skinner who's a third base coach lost the ball so he didn't send Kenny Lofton home to tie the game which he would have scored and tied the game if you just would have sent him home he held yeah. him up and the Indians got out the next batter and he got stranded on third. And they ended up losing that game because of that. Oh, this yeah. is sad. Yeah. I'm already crying, Dan. This is, <laughs> this is actually. Like yeah, that's, we're only that's we're only halfway home. Yeah. Ugh. Just wait till the yeah. So mm. number two, uh, I don't know how this is not number one, but I'll, I'll talk about why I made number one number one. Okay. Uh, number two is 1997 World Series Game Seven, where Jose Mesa blew the oh, game yeah. in the ninth. I inning. remember that game. <laughs> and then they and then they lost it in extra innings. I. So this is especially heartbreaking for me because so at the time ninety seven I was ten. And I made a bet with my mom. We we watched every game, my parents, whatever. It was me, my brother my brothers were still too young, I think, at this point mm-hmm. to understand what gravity was going on. Anthony was like five and Mike was like yeah. three. So I made a bet with my mom that if the Indians won the World Series, that she would buy me an Indians World Series hat, yeah, you know, with like with the, the with the patch like stitched in. Now they now they're freaking cheap. They're yeah, like glued on, but this was like legit, yeah, like stitched stitchy. on World Series logo. Like I would have worn this hat every single day to school. I would have done, you know, yeah. I would have worn it everywhere. And uh, my mom, uh, we talked about it. She's like, "Okay, I'm gonna get it for you." When the Indians were winning Game Seven, two to one, the ninth inning. And they lost. Oh. Yeah. I cried for like three days. Huh. I don't even think I went to school that next day. I was oh, so heartbroken. Jeez. That's so sad. So then, two, so, so then two weeks later, my mom ended up buying me the hat anyway because I was so oh. depressed. But at that point, I didn't want You're it. Like, I don't even care about that. Yeah, they lost. I didn't want it. Like, I was 10 at that point, so I understood, like, what went on. And, uh, you know, you see, you see all the freaking... Uh, highlights of well, lowlights of that uh, game seven now, and you see like the the Miami fans like like going nuts and uh, when Craig Council uh, crosses home plate, Sandy Alomar is just like standing there dejected as a catcher walking off. They show that one. They show that one scene in the bullpen where literally not a soul is moving. All the Indians guys are just completely motionless. Yeah. They're just like. This. I mean, you think oh. you think about it. Like you're up two to one. In the World Series, in Game Seven, in the ninth inning, and you have the best closer in baseball on right. on the bump, on the mound, right. like going to close it out, like home or away, like it doesn't like right. you're feeling fantastic about that, and then he blows it, mm-hmm. like yeah. And then you see that the the, ba- the the single that I've won. never trusted a bullpen since right. ever. That's well, that's why I'm like I'm I. 
like the Indians aren't going to be favored anyway against right. the Astros. They're going to be the underdogs, but I have no confidence that Indians can win that series uh, because of their bullpen. The bullpen yeah, I think the Indians' starting pitching is just as good as Houston's. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, know, we'll talk about we'll talk yeah, about that. But anyway, but I, I don't trust bullpens because of that game. The other thing I remember from that game is when the guy hit that single. There was a split second, the, the, the walk-off single. There was a split second where I think it was a shortstop. Uh, the pitcher almost oh, the pitcher. caught it right at the mouth. Yeah, yeah. he was like Char- I mean, Charlie Nagy. In- yeah. Inches away from snagging yeah. that, mm-hmm. and that would have been Yeah, which solid. wouldn't have won the game. It no, no, it but it would have It would have kept it tight, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I think there was two outs at that point, so that would have ended the It inning. may have ended the yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was just one so, of those just, it's just, oh my gosh. you don't forget those, man. Those type of losses, they just don't go away. Yeah, and then uh, number one, one Jimmy already mentioned, uh, 2016 Indians blow 3-1 lead in the World Series and then lose in extra innings in Game 7 of the World Series at home Ooh. after tying it in the 8th inning. Like Off of a Rajay um, Davis near amazing home run. Like, listen to everything I just said that happened right. in that game. Like, right, right. That's the, and I, and I, think, I think the reason why, up until like recently, I haven't really considered that too much of a heartbreak is because that came right after the Cavs broke the curse uh-huh, and won the right. championship. So it's like... Yeah, it would have been freaking awesome. And when uh, Rajay Davis hit that home run in the eighth inning, like I almost like went through my w- floor in my yeah. apartment. Yeah. Um, but after it, it was like, like it, it didn't really sting that much. But like thinking about it now, the Indians were up three to one in that series. Oh, I know, I know. With a chance to close it out in Game Five, they actually had the lead in Game Five and blew it again. Yep. Uh, game Six. They had that ridiculous start of the game where Tyler Naquin blows that play in the in the outfield. And they have that huge lead, right? Yeah, and they got yeah, and they they were up like seven to one after the first couple innings. So that and that at that point you're like, oh well, at least we got game seven. And then game seven happens. The first batter of the game, uh, off homers. of Corey Kluber, homers off, hits a home run. And then that like. 78-year-old catcher hit a home run that game, too. Oh, oh, oh David Grace, Ross, 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 Ross or whatever. Oh, Ross. that clown. Oh. Well, he probably hit, like, three home runs that whole year. And oh, then he hits God. That. And, you're just, and it was off of Miller. Oh. And you're just and then like... You got it, and, then, and then last year when we were playing the Yankees in the, in the ALDS, he was one of the commentators. I so it's like, really? That. I don't want to freaking hear you. Dude, it was just... Ah, oh, yeah. That's, that's a good point. So, he was so like dancing anymore. with the stars and everything. Like, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. He, I'm, I'm sure yeah. he's a nice guy, but screw him. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares if he's? But, a but serious, so, so just getting back to it, like, yeah. so what happened in that series? Talk about game five. Talk about game six, and then game seven. We're talking about it. Like, the Indians went. We're down six to three, and they're bringing in Chapman. So they're like, okay, it's over. It's over. Yeah. We can't hit, and then and then uh, we get a guy on base. Okay. Uh, and then uh, it was six to three at that point. We get a guy on base, then Geyer hits a double, brings that guy in, so it's six to four. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, it's still the bottom of the order. Like, I like Rajay Davis, but at that point, you're not you're not thinking about him. Like, you're just it. hoping he whatever. gets a, a base. Hit. Yeah, you're thinking he walks. You know, whatever. But then he hits the home run. It's like, oh my god, dude! It, we tied the freaking game. It's the well, eighth inning. And do you remember that home run too? It oh yeah. It was like oh, yeah. the longest pitching battle. Like, oh yeah. It was foul after foul yeah. after foul after foul. Yeah. What was, and, it? What was uh, the count? I think it was eight. Or, something crazy. Or nine yeah. Or something. But and out, uh, out even of nowhere he just line drive. Even John, like, <gasps> even John Smoltz, who is the uh, color commentator, is like the one place where if you're Rajay Davis, you want the pitch is down and in because you can yeah. turn on it, and that's exactly where he threw the pitch, and he turned on it. 
And uh, I don't think it was even like a home run. Like it wasn't a home run like trajectory. Like it was a line drive. But the fact that the pitch was so, the pitch was thrown so hard, right. and that it was down and in, and he turned on it. He hit a line drive that just would not go down. Yeah. Like if you like it, it hit off the camera that was on the railing yeah. of the fence. So that I mean that was crazy. And then and normally when that happens, when a team does a crazy play like that and ties the game, usually the tide turns. Yeah, and that team ends up winning. And it did. It did. Well, well like, you're we, right. We yeah. ended up we ended up getting to the ninth inning, and then Jason Kipnis is up and he oh, hits this so foul close. ball that everybody thought was a home run. Like as soon as yeah. he hit it, like people in the stands, me at home, I'm like oh my god. Like, could you yeah. imagine a walk-off game-winning no, I mean, home run in like Game 7 of the World Series? Like, you would never have to pay for a drink or a meal again in the right, city. Right, right, But it ends up being a foul ball. Yeah. So then the Indians still, I think, have the momentum. And then they have a mother-effing rain right, delay. Right, right, Yeah. In oh, extra innings, which never should have been called, by right, the way. That was right. total BS. Right, right. That should not have been called. It was raining, but whatever. Who cares? Like, it's Game right. 7 it's of the World Series. Seven. Like, finish you it. you got to play the game. And it ended up being like a 45-minute rain delay. Right. And that's when the momentum left. Yeah. And and the Cubs players even admitted it after the game. They're like, mm-hmm. without that rain delay, we don't win. There's no way. We were totally shocked right. after we gave up. We blew that well, lead, and Chapman I blew that it lead. weird that they kept Shaw in there, too, after that rain oh, delay. Yeah, don't Why would you keep Shaw, Shaw in yeah. there? Like, yeah. It's not that he was even pitching that bad. It's like, you can't do that to a pitcher who's yeah. just sat for 40 minutes. Like, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, just a so disastrous then, finish. Yeah, so then, uh, you know, the rest is history. The Cubs take the lead after the rain delay, and then yeah. the Indians just, you know, whatever. The crazy thing is they scored one more run, too. Yeah. Indians. Yep. Yeah. Unbelievable. You okay, Dan? No. I'm depressed now. I'm that home. was sad. Yeah, <laughs> podcast is over. Yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, can I go home? Podcast. I want to go home. <laughs> No, but so that's uh, that's our top five of the week. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Um, hit us up with your top five. Uh, let us know if we left anything out for your Cleveland listeners, which most of you are. Let us know if you left anything out. Um, or you can react to Jordan's. I'm sure most of you remember, uh, you know, most of what he had on his list. Yeah. So, you know, especially – I mean, everybody – Everybody in Cleveland knows about Colt McCoy since he played for the right. Browns. So y'all may have watched that game. Most people are World Cup fans. You Another know. trash quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was yeah. bad. He was bad. Yeah. Who was after him? For the Browns? Oh, Quinn, right? Brady Quinn. Was it Quinn? No, no Quinn he was, was before. before. Was it Derek before. Anderson? No. No, Derek Anderson was before. before. I think it was Brandon Whedon. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. Who knows? Somebody um. So yeah, yeah, that's our top five. Yeah, let me just kind of shake the cobwebs. Let me just. Ooh. That kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies talking about that stuff. Curses and stuff. Oh. So anyway, it's kind of transition here. Uh, let's talk about another uh, rhythm that we got going on here on LOTL. Let's do our poll of the week. Oh, yeah. So we kind of wanted to do a Browns-flavored one, given that the season's now a couple weeks old. Um, we're seeing what this team could be made of. And, uh, you know, even though the Browns still haven't won a game, um... You know they 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 haven't started 0 and 2 like they usually do, so they're 0 1 and 1. So what we wanted to ask you guys was, do the circumstances and results of the first two weeks make you feel better or worse about the Browns for the rest of the 2018 season? Mm, it's a good one. Yeah. So um, before we get to the results, what do you guys think? How do you feel about? I think that the Browns should be 2 and 0, and I think anybody who understands even basics of football. 
and watch those games would agree. I mean, now they still got some lucky breaks to get that, but in both games they had the chance to essentially score the final point that would give them the lead, or the points to give them the lead. And All they need is a freaking field goal kicker. both times, the, the kicker, Gonzalez, shaming my name. Primo. Uh, in both chances, he ruined it. Yeah. Uh, he ruined it in Pittsburgh, and he ruined it four times. Uh, in, uh, Dude missed four kicks on Sunday. Yeah, on, uh, uh, yeah. It's, Beautiful. Just, it's crazy. It's honestly, I think you to, still have to feel good about it, though. The rest of the season. No, that's what I mean. Like that's why I don't think I don't think it's bad. Like I think when you when you literally have two games that were lost because your kicker does not a yeah. kick, like that's okay. Like it's it doesn't mean that they. What if they were blown out in both games? That's that's bad. Right. Like that's real bad. Like they yeah. competed. Yeah. It's just it's just for me it's to the point now where they just got to get a win, man. Yeah. And that's why I think like like you said, uh Jimmy, you said you got to feel better about it. I mean, just cuz the way they played. Yeah. And I was I was about to interject. I'm like, "Well, talk to me after tomorrow. Well, after right. after today cuz the Browns play tomorrow and if they right, come out right, and lay yeah. a freaking egg and go to 0 2 and 1, I mean, I it's going to Gonna be tough. The the seat is already red hot on Hugh Jackson, but if he if they lose tomorrow or tonight, um, it's it's really gonna look grim for him, and it could be at any time, at any time then that uh, he could lose his job. Yeah, and deservedly Just, so. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. the guys want. So this is interesting. Um, just a little side note: the Browns have not won a game on a Sunday in like 900 days. That's crazy. Oh my god! That's insane. It was Dece- it was December like twelfth, two thousand fifteen. Johnny Manziel was the quarterback. I was at the game. It's the last time we won a game on a Sunday. That's crazy. When we won two years ago, it was on a Saturday. It was on Christmas Eve. That's crazy. And you know what's funny is if we win tomorrow, we still won't break that because yeah, it won't correct, be a Sunday win. A Thursday game, right? That's insane. But we just the Browns just gotta get a win, man. Yeah. And open they those gotta, coolers. They gotta yeah, heck yeah. Yeah. They gotta get a win to validate this feeling that they're you know, better. I can, yeah, I you're right. sneeze. No, right you're there. right. I guess That's true. Well let's check out what the polls said. Let's see what y'all said. Yeah, so uh I think most of it looks like they agreed with us for the most part. Why? What's uh? No, I got. I really. Dan, Dan's got. Is there something you say when somebody sneezes? I got a sneeze. Isn't like watermelon sneeze. or something? Sneeze be gone. It's like banana. No, but you I say banana I, over and over again. I you was have to sneeze. Banana, 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 banana. I mean, like banana. I say it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. some fruit. I, I was know. always taught that if you look at a look at a light and breathe in, it makes you sneeze. That's strange behavior. I don't know. It's uh, like weird. Like so look at Jordan, you sneeze. That's true. I'm so allergic. That's true. A lot of people are allergic to me. Can't handle it. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Twitter and Facebook. Twitter and Facebook were pretty much uh, in the same boat this yeah, week. Yeah, pretty much the same. Uh, and a lot of people are feeling good about the Browns, uh, given the fact they haven't won a game. So, uh, I mean, overall, if you combine the two, they are at eighty percent feeling better, twenty percent feeling worse. Yeah. And I think the twenty. Yeah. And I, I think the twenty percent people are, are just naturally pessimistic. Yeah. Just because, like, they're like... I, I can't blame them, though. I no, can't you can't. Them. Absolutely not. And it, it's like what I said. Like, they've got to win a game. Like, they're just yeah. in a they're just in a prove-it mode. Like, the Browns have done so much losing that it's like, who cares if they, like, look good and lost? Right, right, right. It doesn't matter. They that still lost. Yeah. Right. So, and I'm... Yeah, at and least I, they at least broke the losing streak. No, no. <laughs> and, yeah, right. And, and I'm, uh... And I'm, I'm in that boat, too, honestly. I, I did say that I feel better. 
just because I do think the Browns have a legit defense, and uh, I think their offense will come around as the season goes along. Um, there's a lot of new parts on that offense. Um, we, we saw glimpses of that passing game that looked pretty good in, in the last game. A little bit of it, but I mean... Uh, Here and there. So, the... Uh, I mean, we can just get into talking yeah, about the Browns well, we now. we need to anyways. But, uh, so the... The Hail Mary, or whatever you call it, for... Um, from Tyrod to Antonio Callaway. Callaway. You know that that pass wasn't even intended for Callaway. No, and I don't think anyone thought that. But I'm, I'm more so talking about when they went down again after they it ended up missing yeah, the yeah. point after Tim. They went down again, and they actually burned up the field right up to field goal position. Yeah, That was impressive. Like, that was all yeah. passing. They did some other passing plays earlier. In the it was game. impressive, but it, if you look at the way that the Saints were defending – um, and it was the same way that the Browns were defending when the Saints went down yeah, with a minute down, left. Sure, like yeah. they're playing such off covers, they weren't trying to get beat for a touchdown. Um, but yeah, no, no, it, w- it was a good sign. Um, it was a good sign to see Ty- uh, Tyrod kind of uh, try and stretch the field a little bit. Um, I think like so far, sixty percent of his passes have been like eight yards or under so far, mm-hmm. and that's like tops in the NFL. Yeah, he's been way too too conservative. Yeah, way absolutely. too conservative. Um, but yeah, I we were watching the game in uh, in our garage on Sunday, and when they hit that uh, when that deep pass on fourth down, we just all got up, we just all went nuts, we freaked out, because like we thought that the Browns had won the game, and then you know I didn't even think that he would miss that point attempt. No, I was just like, oh no, they got this one. I was Automatic. like, they got it. I was yeah, like, yeah. no, they got it. No, 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 he missed it. Yeah, yeah. botched. Oh yeah. In fact, we were still like kind of like wooing, and then like he missed it, and I just remember like he just it was like you just felt the air just deflate out of everyone. Was, yep. I just, oh my goodness, like it's hard to comprehend. That honestly. wasn't the last thing he did. Nope. Nope. Because, Let's talk uh, about that. Do you think that was the right call that, that to, to have him kick that fifty-two yard field goal after he had missed three kicks? He's a professional field goal kicker. He should be able to make that. See, I, literally I, his only job. I understand that, but I disagree as a coach. You got to put human error into some of these decisions. What were you gonna do? Try one last hail mary. No, I, I think you. That's not. Bet. We knew the outcome. We knew that he was gonna miss that. We knew he was gonna. You miss also that. know the outcome of a hail mary. That's not gonna be completed. You don't know that. Oh. I've seen. I've seen hail marys before. Okay, once you have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, then you can. The percent. The, even though how even with how bad he kicked that day. The percentage of him making that field goal was much higher than the percentage of completing a Hail Mary. For it doesn't even have to be a Hail I, Okay, I don't know if they had enough time to throw one last, you know, side See, that's the debatable pass. thing. Yeah. That's the debatable thing. But if they had enough time for that, they could have gotten a quick 10, 15 yards, go out of bounds, and you have one last shot to kick it or, or but, throw it. But the way he was kicking, do you really think that would have made a difference? I don't know what to tell you, man. When you're doing a decision that you know the outcome of like i i don't even commend hugh for doing like he knew the outcome of that you look at his face he knew the outcome of it like he wasn't like whoa he missed again he was like yeah yeah he missed Classic. i you know i don't know i i don't know what do you do when you got a guy that can't kick anything i mean i don't know you just gotta put your face well here's the here's the thing here's the thing like it's just i don't even know so if 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 they if they do try and run it run another play there uh and they get tackled and bounce. There's no chance. You have no chance. Well, then it's over. You don't have any timeouts. Yeah. Right. So, I don't think he wanted to take that risk. 
And I think he just wanted to be like, okay, it's a 52-yard field goal. He would have been grilled if he it, was. Yeah, it's a 52-yard yeah. field goal. You're a professional. You should be able to make this kick. You've made a kick of this length before. Uh, he should be able to make it. So I don't I don't really disagree with it. Um, at the end I of the just, day, I mean, at the end of the day, like, Zane's just got to make a kick. That's what it comes down gone. to. He gone. He gone. Coast. And then they signed some kicker who's never kicked in the NFL before. <laughs> some rookie. But but anyway. Better than Zane. But uh but yeah, so so the defense looked really good again. Man, which yeah. was which was awesome to see. Uh Miles Garrett didn't get any sacks, but that's because he was basically triple team the whole game. Yeah. Which allowed Larry Ogunjobi to uh to clean up the uh clean up the mess. Barry uh Ben Ben Larry one can Obi one Kenobi something. <laughs> So, when we drafted him, people were coming up with all these kind of names, names. With them, Star Wars names, because it sounds like a Star Wars. It sounds it like Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Or Obi-Wan Kenobi. But, um, yeah, it was really good. I, I love the fact that the defense was uh, turnover hungry again. Uh, they stripped two two balls from uh, receivers in the first half. Uh, they weren't able to intercept Drew Brees, but... You know, that's tough. It's Drew Brees. Well, he's, like, top three. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I thought I, I thought overall it was a good performance. And like you said, I mean, if we have a kicker, we're probably 2-0. So, and to be able to beat um, the Saints on the road in that dome uh, would have been really impressive. So, I guess I, I commend the Browns for putting themselves in a position to do that. And then, you know, their kicker just – Took it away from them, um, but ultimately it just comes down to man, the Browns need to get a win. They got to get off this schneid because the more and more you lose, the harder and harder it's going to get to to get that first win. Right, right. I mean, because the pressure mounts and mounts and mounts. So like, if the Browns would have, if the Browns would have won against the Steelers, yeah, this game against the Saints would have really sucked, but. It wouldn't have sucked like, that hey, bad. Beat the Steelers. It, you would you would have looked you would look back you would have looked back on that as saying, "Hey, we were playing a really good team at their building, and you know we almost won." Rather than dissecting all these things that we should have done better to win the game, if we just would have had that first win. Right. So, um, you know, everything compounds on it on on itself. So, Jimmy, did you watch the game? Oh, I watched it. Yeah. I watched every minute Did of it. Did you freak out when they had that touchdown at the end, near the end? Yeah, so I was <laughs> I was actually working, uh, but we had it on our laptop. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. Was working. The, yeah, no, we weren't doing much. but uh, No, of course we were, if my boss is listening to this. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I we obviously went crazy when he caught, caught right. that. It was like a fingertip catch. Right, it was, which it, is also Which crazy. is insane, which is like, okay, wow, football yeah. gods are looking out for us. Like, it's looking bright. Like we're gonna make this right from last week, and then same thing. Like when he kicked that extra point, I'm thinking like, oh, it's automatic. Yeah. Well, because I, you know, what was the score? What was the score then when he sco- scored the touchdown prior to that? It made point? it 18, 18. Okay, so it's it eighteen to twelve by what, with right. like a minute something left. Yep. Correct. Okay. Like a minute and ten. So now you got to rely on your defense, which has been good the past right. two weeks. Right. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I'm still optimistic about tomorrow or tonight. Um, I'm optimistic. You have to be. I, they look good. Life's too short. Not, to I, 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 it's I, hard I, to say good, but they look. All right, let's say this: they absolutely were competitive against two big teams. I do fully expect the Browns to win tomorrow night. 
Um, but I'm also a Browns fan and know so that they're, know. they're very capable of laying an egg. Right. Very capable. Or losing in awful last-second like, fashion. The Browns are favored tomorrow. Yeah. When was wow. the last time we could say that? So how do we know how they're going to handle being a favorite? Yeah. All I know their heads. we come up with creative ways to lose. And oh, I don't want to find out my, what's going to happen tomorrow. My, my tagline for the Browns after Sunday was uh, the Cleveland Browns finding new ways to lose since 1999. Yep. <laughs> or creating new ways to lose. It's just ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's laughable. But, um, yeah, so uh, let, let's uh, – I mean, we can let, – let's – Get into a little bit with the Jets. Uh, let's talk about a Browns player who will not be playing in the game and didn't play on Sunday, <laughs> and who will never play for the Cleveland Browns again. And who mysteriously uh, his uh, injuries healed up now. Oh gosh! And he's gonna do really good with the Patriots. I hope he does. My fantasy team needs it. Oh please! I hope get he. I hope he <laughs> tests positive for marijuana tomorrow. No, he probably will. It's gonna go one or <laughs> At two some ways. Point. He tests positive for some drug in the next two, three weeks, or he becomes a superstar and wins a Super Bowl with the Patriots. I hope that happens. Okay, not a Super Bowl. But. I mean, you can tell by the by the trade package that the Patriots have no faith that he can that he'll. Or the Browns are complete idiots and bought that lie, and then they're like, okay, yeah, he's gonna screw you guys too. I don't. Then the Browns say they wanted to keep him out of that conference. Trading. Yeah, but they didn't. No, I but, think but that, then they like made. I think they just took the clear. best. I think they just took the best. Uh, Which was a fifth rounder. Yeah. How is that the best? That's man? the best. See, this is what I disagree with you on. You can't get anyone. nobody. Nobody else was offering no, anything. You know that they can take the pick back. No, they can't. They get this. They get a seventh back. Oh, so they get something back. But like, it, it's just it's terrible. It's just I don't know what they're thinking. I. It would make. It would honestly make more sense to me if they just cut them and then just. But that's what see see here's here's where we can get into the psychology and the and the uh, there's no psychology the, against the no, no 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 and they the, win and no 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 and the inner workings of what was actually going on. Josh Gordon wanted the Browns to cut him. All right, well that makes sense I'll because get, get there. Josh agree. Gordon is making the league minimum. We all know he's got money problems. Now the league minimum for us three. Like, if we were to make the league minimum in the NFL, we'd be jumping up and down because it's $800,000. Right, right. <laughs> but for a guy that that owes, like, $10,000 a month in child support, you know, that, I mean, that's a good chunk, even if you're making $800,000. Living his life. And the lifestyle right. he wants to live. He right. wanted to get cut. That way, that contract that he had with the Browns is voided. So he could pick what team he went to, right, right. and he can sign for, hopefully, in his mind, more than that. Mm-hmm. So he can get a raise. <clears throat> now... By the Browns trading him, they also trade his contract. So he's still oh, he's on the Patriots. His contract sense. goes with him. So he's still making the same amount of money. He can't uh, So he's gonna have to prove himself. He can't uh, be eligible for free agency for like two years. So he's going to be making the same amount of money for the next two years. Unless the Patriots do something. Yeah, but they're not going to. Nobody there won't be Josh Gordon will not get a long term contract for the rest of his career. Yeah, that's he true. will get one-year deals, or he will get, yeah. or he will get like a three-year deal, which only the first year is guaranteed. Nobody right, yeah. can trust that's him. That's true. That's true. Nobody. That is a good point. I'll agree. That. And I don't even think, and the Patriots don't even trust him. But no. you just look at the trade. They said if he's not active for ten games, that they get a seventh-round pick back. So they don't even think he's going to. They're just taking a flyer on him. So that's it's why it's fishy that the Patriots were all about that. Huh. 
Well, the Patriots. I mean, like, the Patriots you know. have had reclamation projects like that in the past with Corey Dillon, Ray, Randy Moss, like yeah, all these the guys. All Randy these guys. Moss. All these guys who were I've troublemakers in the past. Now, none of them were to Gordon's level. That's yeah. true. None of them are like literally. If Gordon tests positive again, he's, he's gone. Bro. Oh yeah, he's nobody will take it. Now that he's not on the see, the Browns were the only chance for him to actually. Like recover and like, because the Browns they have, they had so much invested in him, they had um, they gave him so many chances. Right, they were right. willing to give him that many chances, and he still screwed him over. Right. The Patriots, if he's late to practice one day, Belichick will cut him. Right, like he doesn't view him as like this all-world talent receiver. Like the New England Patriots, since I think it was the NFL draft, have gone through twenty-eight wide receivers. They just been cutting guys, and signing guys, and cutting yeah. and signing, signing and cutting, like yeah. all these guys. That's their style. So for so Josh Gordon is on the tightest of leashes. Like he screws up when he's late to a meeting, right. gone. If he uh, dogs it in practice, gone. If he runs the wrong routes and stuff, he's not going to play. Like yeah, like it's not the Browns. Like Bill Belichick's not going to put up with the crap. Right. I mean, they took a they took a chance on his talent, and if he can like make a one eighty turn in his personality and his work ethic and everything, you know, maybe it can work out there. But yeah, I just and like I said, I fell into the Josh Gordon trap. Like I just like the Browns did for five six years. Like maybe if we can get him on the straight and narrow, maybe if we get him reinstated, like he'll turn into this. They made you know, that video because we know the talent's video. there. Yeah. Like the talent is there. Right. Well, you saw it on week game one. Yeah. Or right. Week two, yeah. So, I, you know, whatever, you know, best of luck to him, I guess, you know, whatever. You'd never want to see somebody fall no, like you don't, that. Yeah, you don't want to see someone. You know, hopefully he gets his life in order. You know, whether it's playing football or not, hopefully he gets his life in order. Because obviously he's, you know, he went back to rehab and stuff and came back to the Browns. But he still obviously has a ton of issues. So, but, uh, but yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's quickly go around and uh, let's talk our predictions for the game. Tomorrow, well, tonight. So I, th- I think I think we all we all I think we all see the Browns winning. Well, you know we'll what? See. Yeah, but oh, you know how they're gonna win? Oh boy, this a field kicker, goal. This kicker, a gonna, field goal at the end. Oh man, and he's gonna be the new king of oh, Cleveland. Bro. We're all gonna praise him. That's what's gonna happen. Mark oh. my words. Kicker's okay, gonna I win like for it. us. So, so what's the score? Uh, I'm thinking it's gonna be 21-21, and then we're gonna tie. No, no, 21-21. <laughs> and then, and then like, no, please, not another no, tie. No, another tie. I would never predict So 24-21. 24-21, the kicker hits it. it. I like it. In the regulation. That'd be, mm-hmm. that'd be crazy. All now right. that would be like, okay, this is a new chapter. Like That would like be, okay, turn the page. Next field I, I do think the Browns are going to win just because I think, I don't even know what I'm thinking or why this lie. I, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to uh, win actually pretty soundly. I'm gonna guess they're gonna win something like twenty-eight to ten or something to that effect. Where the last you know five six minutes, you know who won the game, but you just kind of yeah. watch it to make sure something crazy doesn't so. happen. Yeah. I think they're gonna win pretty soundly. Um, I think the defense is gonna just Donald's playing starting right. Yeah, I think they're gonna pick him off multiple times. I think. I think he's going to struggle. Um, yeah. I, and I think Tarad t- t- is going to be able to get some plays. Go. There's going to be some running plays, some some passing touchdowns. I, I think they're going to win by a good amount of touchdowns. So, so um, 
the Jets' offensive line blows. Terrible. Mm. Um, so I think Miles Garrett's going to have another big oh, game. Oh, that fits him perfect Field for day. the Browns. Um, perfect. Yeah, I, so I, I see I see Sam Darnold had a tendency to turn the ball over in college, and I don't see that changing uh, with this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Darnold's going to, whether it's getting strip-sacked by Miles Garrett or just throwing a really bad interception, yeah. um, I think he's going to turn the ball over a couple times. I don't think the Browns are going to turn the ball over. Um, I think uh, they're going to come out with a, a conservative game plan um, to try and get the lead early and just try and um, basically just take the air out of the ball. I think the Browns actually win this game pretty easily. I'm going to take them 23-6. to six. Okay. And I say 23 because I think this new kicker is going to miss an extra point. <laughs> but it's not going to be with a game. It's not, but it's not going to be with a game on the line. Yeah, I'll say he he misses his second extra point. So the first one goes in. Everybody sarcastic cheer like, yeah, we got a kicker. And then I think like we're going to score another touchdown, and then he's going to miss it, or it's okay. going to get blocked, or something like that. But I do think he's going to make a field goal. So um, I think the Browns win twenty three to six. I think the Browns defense keeps the Jets out of the end zone. Um, I think they just get a couple field goals. Uh, I just think the Browns' defense is playing really well right now, and they've played really well against two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Right. So, Matt, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, I right. think they're going to get all over this Darnold kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I, I defense got to feel good about that. Not so, we hope the Browns are listening. <laughs> sure, they are. You know, they are. You know they're sure all, they are. Like, we're guys, we're big over I'm there. So excited they dropped it early. We're big over there in Berea. <laughs> we're big over there at the Berea. <laughs> Shout out, Browns. We're able to listen to it before the game. Hashtag LOTL. Um, But anyway, we think the Browns are going to win. Let us know what you think uh, as the game. Um, Hopefully you're listening to this before the game. So uh, let us know what you think. Give us your prediction, and uh, we'll talk uh, next week, hopefully after a big Browns win and previewing another game. So let's switch gears here. Let's talk a little bit. We're kind of over time here, so let's uh, talk real quick about the Indians. Uh, They clinched. The Central Division for a third straight year, and uh, you know, even though the the Central Division is the worst division in baseball um, this year, that's still, I mean, it's a pretty pretty good accomplishment. I mean, three yeah. years in a row. Exactly. It's, I mean, it's so hard to get to the playoffs in baseball. Right. Um, so to do that for three straight years uh, hasn't been done since for the Indians since uh, the late '90s yeah. and like 2000. Um, so that's that's really cool. I think we're we're switching over into playoff mode uh, for the Indians. There's really nothing else. There's nothing for them to play for. Right. It's not like they can improve their seating for home home field advantage. They kind of squandered that. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Bauer's supposed to pitch on on Friday. He's supposed to be back. Uh, he's starting on Friday. Yeah. So he's going to pitch a couple innings. I don't, he's going to be on a, a pretty strict pitch count. Um, and then I think he, they're going to try and get him to pitch again before the playoffs and then see where he's at. Uh, I, I think in the first the first series, I think they're going to pitch him out of the bullpen. Um, so uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, really interesting, the first-round series is going to be with our two teams yeah. in baseball. That's almost. That's pretty much certain. Pretty much certain. Yeah, yeah. so – that's going to be fun uh, coming up. We'll, we'll once it's officially like locked in, probably next week, um, we'll go through a full preview of yeah, both the teams and kind of talk fun. about strengths and weaknesses um, with the two teams. Where we think uh, the Indians have advantages in the series, where we think that the Astros have advantages in the series. Um, the Astros will have home field advantage 
Um, so is, I, I don't know how big that is. That's not really that big in baseball. No, but with Houston, some some teams complain of the uh, the noise and stuff since they, they keep the roof closed, so yeah. it's, like, extremely loud. Yeah. The Dodgers are doing that. I don't know if that's actually, like, a thing most teams yeah. complain about. Um, I do think that the Indians pitching has sometimes stifled some of the Houston bats in the past, so yeah. that would be interesting to see. Uh, another thing is um, – you know how how is the Houston pitching gonna face? Because they have basically a new pitching staff facing from the last times they've played before. I mean, mm-hmm. I know they they tend to hit Verlander pretty well, but we'll see how the Houston Verlander fares in Cleveland. Sure. Uh, Houston picked up Osuna, which has been inc- he's been incredible. Mm-hmm. He's our closer now, and he's just phenomenal. So yeah, both teams kind of kind of made some yeah some pretty big. Uh, Trade deadline moves. The Indians right. got Josh Donaldson, yeah, who's, yeah, who looks to be healthy now and is uh, hopefully back Maybe. to mashing the ball. So, yeah. Jimmy, you love baseball. Can't, can't wait, right? Can't wait for the playoffs. Can't get enough of it, dude. Playoff baseball is so much fun. Oh, you're on, you're on the I edge of your it. seat for every pitch, man. Right, that's right. what I mean. It's like, and even in the when you like at the games, everyone's like actually like paying. Yeah. You know, it's oh, it's just a whole different thing. I can do playoff baseball. Yeah. I mean, something I hate it. It's just I, I can't get myself to watch a full yeah. regular season well, game. Regular season. I'm there. I like going there. Yeah, yeah. watching yeah. a regular season game can be. Oof. I can't watch it on TV. They tend to be really boring sometimes. Mm-hmm. Playoff yeah. baseball is fun for sure. It should be a good year. We'll uh, hopefully make Jordan cry by the end of the series. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see about that. I don't know. Crying about the Astros, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll talk more about the Indians uh, as we lock up and know for sure who we're playing in the first round. Yeah. Um, and uh, probably next week we'll know. I think, um, unless the Astros just like lose every game next week <laughs> and it and it. You know. They're down nine nothing now, so they're oh, good. tonight. Okay, all right. Uh, so Jordan, let's uh, let's kind of wrap up the episode here and uh, talk to us about a couple events and uh, festival. I think we talked, we touched yeah, on a couple of these the last first week. Two we touched on. I have a new one for this week as well. Okay. Uh, I just want to go through them again. Ohio City Street Festival is this Sunday, uh, the twenty third. Um, this is going to be taking place on the West Twenty Fifth Strip. Uh, it, it features food, drinks, art, music, and more. I think last year Great Lakes was the beer. I uh, would assume it'd probably be the same unless it's Market Garden or or somebody else. Uh, but it's probably going to be Great Lakes. Um, they have food trucks and all the restaurants, of course, are open. Uh, it goes from noon to 8 p.m. You can find more information at ohiocity.org slash OHC Street Fest. Um, uh, not this weekend, but the next weekend is Ingenuity Fest. Uh, Have again, you ever heard of Ingenuity Fest? I've not. It's interesting. You should come with Dude, us. If you're interested, you what should is come. It? It's next weekend, not this weekend, but the next weekend. The 28th through the 30th. It's just yeah. kind of a zany festival. Like it's it's they the way Real they describe zany. it, they describe it as a festival where art, science, and technology intersect. So it's kind of oh. just it's different. It's different. Like it's not yeah. like your usual. There's so many di- and there's so many different things. Yeah, it's just visual and and. Where's so, it? It takes place uh, near CSU, and it's called the Hamil- Hamilton Collaborative. It's, it's it's in that industrial part of like almost uptown or uh, not uh, yeah uptown, okay um, or midtown as they call it. I guess I don't know. I'm not really sure exactly how to describe what part of Cleveland it's in, but it's near CSU. 
Okay. Yeah, so. Don't I don't know see I don't know the CSU area at all, so don't ask yeah, me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so there's uh they're gonna have uh, Masthead Brewing, yeah. Market Garden, Goldhorn Brewing, and Watershed Distillery are gonna be the local drink options. Yeah. So just so put it this way. So last year when you walk, it's a different theme last year, so it's yeah, not gonna this be the same. Future past. So last year we you walk up to the entrance and there's like these big robotic like dinosaurs. Yeah. What? It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> then they're made out of like uh, scrap metal. Really, and they're like legit, like they like they screamed at you. Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's how you walk in, and then there's like stages for like music. Um, oh yeah, they have live music. There's, they have there, art there's displays, like there's like yeah. four there's there was like three or four stages for live music, and like some of the stages were like shipping docks, uh, and just in that yard, like that area, that industrial yard. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of stand for like art. They had like those. Uh, those suspended like dancers or whatever yeah i don't know what they call that i think just suspension maybe? Yeah. trapeze artist? yeah yeah something like something that like yeah that. um then there's there was also like this uh planetarium type thing that you walked in oh there's just so much like weird it's just like, like a lot of stuff. weird visual lights there, and i'll have to get some pictures then yeah for those. oh you should, for sure. you should just come. there was a comedian i'll be home next week there was comedians there really yeah it's it's a little weekend. bit of everything what day do you guys want to go uh, either Friday or Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Something like LTL. That. Don't yeah. forget about our hayride. Oh, oh God. Yeah, yes. that's, that's spooky time. <laughs> that's in October. Yeah, let's do it at Mapleside. Yeah, Brunswick. Oh, gross. Turn up. <laughs> turn, turn up. It's going to be lit. Um, all right, and then the So what's the new one that yeah, we just kind so of I discovered? Got a, I got a more of a family-friendly one here. Not that those aren't, but this is more so. Uh, it's the Solon Fall Festival. Um, it's in, oh boy, where is it? It's on Solon Community Park, uh, October 6th. Um, it's the first annual fall festival, so this is a kickoff event. Two first time. Not to, not to, uh, sorry to, uh, sorry to, uh, interrupt. interrupt. The Indians were down one nothing in the ninth inning, and Jason Kipnis had a walk-off grand slam. Oh my Ooh. goodness, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's actually really cool. Here, hold on. Anyhow, so, uh. This event's gonna have uh, you know farmers markets. Uh, it's gonna have a, a pie baking contest, hay rides. There you go, hay rides. Uh, uh, music, food trucks, art, crafts, all that kind of stuff. So it's a little bit of everything. Your typical fall festival. Uh, it goes on October sixth from ten a.m. to four p.m. So it's just one day. Uh, we'll put information and all that on the link. But yeah, that's uh, that's it for the events this week. Uh, didn't have too. Oh, it's also free. The fall festival. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, here, hold on one second. Rip! Deep right! Let's see that. Rip! Deep right! Grand slam! Good night! Nice. the White Sox. The stupid White Sox. Dude, we could have gone to that game. Dude, we could have well, I couldn't have. I had to work. Oh, yeah, that's right. You would have been able yeah. to. I was trying to get people to go to the game last night. So, okay, awesome. Thanks, Jordan, for that. Yeah. Uh, we will definitely uh, update you guys after we go to those, uh, some of those events. So that is uh, probably going to do it for us this week. I think we covered everything we need to cover. Kind of went over on some stuff, but whatever. We just like to talk to you guys. That's yeah. all. We like you guys so much. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, last week's episode... Uh, got some great uh, reaction. Got some great 
um, listenership. So we definitely appreciate that. Keep uh, listening to us and um, let us know anything that you want to hear differently, anything that we're not covering that you want to want us to cover. Uh, like we say, we're the All Things Cleveland podcast. So uh, we're mainly talking sports right now, but if there's anything else you guys want us to talk about yeah, that, that has mean, to do yeah. with City of Cleveland, we're all for it. So Right, that doesn't um, mean that we're going to do this all the time. It's just yeah, you know, for sure. kind of the hot topic right and now. We'll get, back and, we'll get back to our uh, reviews. Oh, yeah, speaking of, sure. speaking of reviews, we really hope to have either Working Class Brewery in West Park or Bookend Brewery, yeah. which is a brand new brewery in Ohio City, reviewed yep. next week. So yep. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, we're going to be updating the website here, hopefully, uh, in the next couple of days with some new uh, material. So be on the lookout for that, and uh, we will... Um, hopefully talk to you guys next week talking about a Browns victory so um, yeah we're all hoping for that go Brownies and uh, we will see you guys later so for uh, Jimmy for Jordan I'm Dan Uh, you've been listening to Living Off the Land and we will catch you guys later see ya bye